All right, welcome everybody. Um, this is Dungeons and Dragons with a merry band of uppers. I'm Jim, your DM, and I'm joined by four wonderful people who will introduce themselves and their characters. I'm Charlotte, and my character is Syrah, and she is a dragonborn fighter. Hello, I'm Tony. I play Larrikin Host, and he is a gnome warlock. Hi, guys. I'm Philip. Uh, I'm playing Albatross. He is a Warforged Paladin. And I'm Melanie, and I'm playing Lyfell, and she is a Wood Elf Druid. Excellent. Now that everybody has been introduced, uh, we will recap a little bit what happened last time. Uh, our party ventured further into the uh, Kragmaw hideout, the cavern. They killed a couple of goblins, then they found a room with Yemek. Uh, Larrikin tried to pull off some fancy negotiations, um, and then the party engaged in some hijinks, eventually ending in a fight, uh, where unfortunately... Uh, uh-oh. What's his name? Sildar Sildar Hallwinter. <laughs> Sildar uh, was killed. Uh, so he is no longer with us. Um, our party also had a few quote-unquote deaths of them of their own. Larrikin passed out for a little while, as did Albatross, our Warforged. But eventually they did prevail uh, and were able to stabilize everyone except for Sildar. Uh, and as far as they know, there's only one room left to explore in this cavern. So with that being said, you guys... Go for it. Okay. Um, as far as we know. There's, a, there's only one room left. <laughs> right. <laughs> it sounded like there was more. Now, that uh, was the room where that other uh, guy was in. I can't remember his name. Clark. Um, Clark yeah, so right. I think if we're going to go there, we should be very careful because I don't know what to expect. Um, so do we, do we take a rest or not? Oh, that's right. You were taking a rest at the very end. Oh, um, that's right. Yes. Um, so we're going to go ahead and say that happened. Okay. I, uh, before that, though. Can okay. We, we did. Do we do a funeral? Or a no, I think it was requested that we do it at some point. <laughs> I don't know if you were going I to. I have to know if we could check the like body for his wounds. I don't know if we buried him or not. Wait, so you're saying that we're going to wake up from our rest to see you unburying his body to check the wounds? <laughs> Have I <laughs> buried him? <laughs> I want to know if he was, like, tortured or just held. Um, it looks like he... Well, you could tell because of the, the ambush site that he was in a battle that he lost, and it just looks like no one ever healed him. Okay. All right. So they weren't torturing him for information. Uh, you don't see any signs of torture. All right. They they took all of the stuff that he had on him, uh, and uh, the last thing you saw in the last episode was that there was a receipt indicating that uh, some other person had signed for it and taken all of his supplies. That's right. That's right. Um, hey, can I let you know about a small dream that I'm having? Um, while I am uh, sleeping? You may. Okay, this is out of game. My character probably wouldn't uh, say this uh, to his companions. 
but in the dream I'm standing at a grave and on the grave it says host on it and the wind is whipping and it's cold and it's almost midnight and right as it's about to be midnight a cloud goes over the moon and I put one hand on the ground in front of the grave and then I wake up creepy I know I'm definitely going to need to get some background music at some point <laughs> what did did you, do you do you like jump up out of your sleep when that happens uh, yeah because it's not a memory that I like okay so I am I, I figure I am uh, like close by to him like just sitting on a rock because I don't actually have to sleep I just kind of like shut off um, and so I say are you okay my friend Oh, uh, oh yeah, uh, it's gonna, whew, and I just kind of shake it off. I go, yeah, yeah, just a, just another bad dream, you know, just like, just like, uh, well, you know, and then that's all I leave it as. Okay, and I'm also watching this exchange slightly. Cool. So we've, we've all long rested by at this point, correct? Yes. So everyone has full health, and everyone has all of their spell slots back. So I, I stand up, and I'm like, now that everyone is rested, let us finish this mission. And I stand up, and I like go and stand at the doorway waiting for everyone. Okay. Uh, do you all want to go to the last room? Uh, let um, us I took do the it. map off of the... I took the map off of the roll 20. There's only one room left to go to, and there's no, like, maze. So. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. All right. So, do you want to do it sneaky? You know exactly where you're going. Yeah. I th- okay. I think we, we're going to sneak. Sneaky okay, doesn't good sneak. to sneak. I'm not going to say what everybody else is going to do, but... Everyone's going to have to roll a stealth check, which is on your character sheet under the skills list. Oh, that's great. what that noise is. It's gonna be noise is people rolling. <laughs> Jim rolled an eight for some reason. Uh, um, I was checking something else. Don't worry okay. about it. Ah, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Bill, <laughs> I rolled a nineteen. Bill rolled a five, which is appropriate given his character, I think. Um, but the rest of you actually rolled well, so I'm going to say that as a group, you're stealthy, uh, stealthy enough. Um, the three of you are able to make like background noises to cover Phil's like loud steps as you walk towards this room. Uh, so you you have someone, you're, it doesn't matter who, you peek around the corner into this, this last uh, area of the cave um, and this is what you see. Sacks and crates of looted provisions are piled up in the south end of this large cave. To the west, the floor slopes towards a narrow opening that descends into darkness. A larger opening leads uh, north down a set of natural stone steps where you are. Uh, and the roar of falling water echoes from beyond. Uh, in the middle of the cavern, the coals of a large fire are smoldering. Uh, and you see in this cave four creatures, uh, two goblins, a mangy-looking wolf, and a large creature that you identify as a bugbear. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, a bugbear... What's a good way to tell you what a bugbear looks like? Oh, I bet there's a picture of it in here. There is. Um, I'm going to put a picture of the bugbear on the map. Nope. 
That's not supposed to have his name on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's Just Roger, but bigger. Yes. Uh, this this is kind of what Clark looks like. Um, he is the bugbear in the room. Uh, so this would have been better. Just bugbear. I'm looking at like uh, hmm. It looks like something from the movie Cats. That's about <laughs> to come out. Kind <laughs> of. But like a really angry man version. They're kind of like bigger, scarier, hairier goblins. That's fair. Where is it at on the screen? I mean, I know what a bugbear is, but where did... I just I just added it to the map. <laughs> he keeps moving it around. <laughs> I'm trying to put it next to all your characters so you can see it. Oh, let me see. Is, maybe I'm... My, maybe I, I don't see scroll. anything. I don't see anything as well. Tony? Are you zoomed really far away? Oh, I don't want to get a scroll. Maybe oh, over. That's what it it's is. right above Lyophil's Yeah, if character. you can find your character. There we go. There we go. Yeah. There we go. So that's a bugbear. A bugbear, two goblins, and a wolf. None of the beings in this cave see you at the moment. Um, I'm gonna speak quietly, of course, and I'm gonna be like, "Are we in?" Uh, I'm sorry. What is? What's the marching? Are we in the marching order that's on the screen? Or um, you're just sort of grouped outside the entrance to this cave. So they don't see you yet. So if you want someone to be in front, they certainly can be. Let's see here. Well, oh well, that looks like that to. That's the boss there, eh? A big guy, I, I so bet. Big. That's what I say. He doesn't look so big. <laughs> I give you a wry smile. <laughs> um. And and the, and then I kind of point at myself. I'm like, yeah, well, uh, some of us. Uh, get a little spooked. So what's the plan, y'all? What do we think? We go in there and we dispatch of it. <laughs> just, just start shooting, eh? Charge. Uh, so, do we, do we want to try to shoot an arrow or something in there first? We can do that. Um, let's see here. Gonna... As you're waiting there, they're not oh. being quiet. Um, you hear just little conversations. Uh, oh, right. Leofel, you hear the goblins um, speaking in goblin. Uh, they're not saying anything particularly interesting, um, but you can tell there's sort of a sense of annoyance in their tone. Um, and Clark, the bugbear, keeps making demands. Uh, he keeps saying things like, where is my food? Who is responsible for bringing me my uh, my ale? And, uh, he says, um, Ripper, Ripper. And he talks to his wolf and he says, who loves Clark? Ripper loves Clark. And the goblins look annoyed at this exchange. Oh, well, now I, now I don't want to kill him. Oh, he sounds so nice. Um, I still want to kill him. So I look at Albatross and I go, uh, I, I look at Albatross and I point at. You said there was like a hole in the ground to the west. Um, yeah. Let me let me draw. Well, there's a hole in the ground. Oh, the west. This is you know that chimney thing that you could have climbed up right. from the bottom level. Right. The west descends into sort of that small hole that would Beautiful. lead down towards the first floor. So and okay. So and that was my thought actually. So I say to Phil, or I don't say anything to Phil. I say to Albatross, Hey, I uh, I think 
that right there has definitely got to be that chimney we was looking at before. Uh, do you mind, or do you think maybe we could toss the bugbear down there? What is this accent? Oh my god! I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get it back, but <laughs> how big is the bugbear? He's a medium size, so he's smaller than you. Okay. Bigger than the goblins. I can toss him in there, or I can cut him in half. Well, uh, uh, I bet go for one and see, and and if that doesn't work, then uh, try for the other, other one. Hmm. I'm nodding my head. Nodding his head, excellent. And um, I'm looking at. I remember that I remember that Charlotte was able to talk to the wolf before, so I go, uh, Syrah, uh, the wolf. You think maybe uh, you can get him to love Syrah instead of Claude? I'm still doing the weird accent, but I'll get over <laughs> it, so. I'll get past it. Well, how? Mm. <laughs> how? How is a good question? Well, no, I was just gonna say, do we make ourselves yeah. known? How do I get the attention of the wolf? Do we have any meat? Wait, do we have any? I have. Um, I was gonna say I could maybe make make a faint odor of a stunk or puff of wind or fallen leaf. Oh, wait, can, can you make the odor of like a good a good meal? Because you said he looks mangy, right, Jim? Yeah. Can I do that with druid crap? He looks. Wait, what did you say? He looks what? Mangy. Uh, mangy. Oh, mangy. Okay. So could I do that with druid crap? I'm checking what it is. That looks more. Uh... Sound of a hmm. small. I could do a sound of a small animal. So you can do. It says instantaneous harmless sensory effect. So I feel like the if you have a specific food in mind, you could make the faint odor of that food. I would say a whole dinner might be more complicated. <laughs> I'm gonna call dibs on the goblin, by the way, because I think we've established that I'm, I'm a one goblin kind of kind of guy. <laughs> uh, Clark is speaking again, and he says, "It's been a while since we've seen Yemek. I wonder what that guy's been up to." Oh, <gasps> wait a minute. What if I cast minor illusion on myself and make myself look like Yemek? I don't think minor illusion goes that far. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. What if we what if we go back to the other room and skin ye make that's terrible. That's oh my gosh. <laughs> now and we're wear playing the skin on your body. Yeah, so I think with minor illusion you can only do like uh your voice you can do it you can do his voice uh Yeah, cuz it says he can be your voice, someone else's voice. Uh, if you yeah, you can create a sound or an image of an object within range that lasts for the duration. Oh yeah, um, it could be your voice, someone else's voice. You can create an object such as a chair, muddy footprint, or a small chest, no longer than no larger than five foot cube. The image cannot create sound, light, smell, or any other sensory effect. I have an idea. I'm gonna make it sound. Ye make dropped. Clark's lunch on the ground outside yeah. and, and needs help 
and his beer. <laughs> yeah, and, his, and needs help picking it up. And then we'll spring the trap. Okay. Oh so... my God! It's the it's the horses trap that they did to us. That's <laughs> genius. Um, I'm going to need you all to put where you want to be on the map now. So I'm going to draw some some more wonderful maps. Uh, I'm gonna the cavern the, the looks like this. <clears throat> what was that, Phil? I said, since I'm you know, I'm fully healed, I'm okay to take point. So, that... um, so this is sort of what, how the cavern looks. So that, that north entrance um, is you're all like sort of around the corner. It looks like a stomach. In the cavern, though. No, no, no. <laughs> That's why I said you should no, put you where you want to be now. Let's move these. These boxes are the supplies you see in the corner of the room. And this little glowing orange thing is a fire. Sarah, do you want to take point, or do you want me to be the first in line? Uh, I think you should be first, and I'll be right behind you. Okay. So you, do you want to move your little this dragon thing behind me? Yeah, I'll try that. One space to the left. I, it just gives me a purple arrow. I can't move them. <laughs> Are you I'm laughing at me, Melanie? Thank you. Whoever did that. I did. Oh, thank you. <laughs> is that a wall that I'm up against? So does it turn left or is it just straight? It's it's a wall. So uh, if I were to draw a little bit more, gotta love Jim's drawing corner. Um, like. <laughs> This is all just okay. a cave wall. Okay. Oh, oh perfect. Whatever. Oh. It's close oh. enough. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. There's a little jagged edge sticks out of the wall for no reason. Jeez. Um, jagged uh, little cave. Charlotte, if you just click on your character, and then like you can, you should be able to use your arrow keys to move him or her. Oh, whoa! I didn't know that. That's fun. Are you still on your, like, tablet thing? Yes. I wonder if it's having issues with, like, how you're clicking. I'm not sure. Do you want to move over one? For, for oh, now, wait, I'll handle it. I did it. Okay. Charlotte, yeah. bring your yes. tablet to Christmas and we can look at it. Okay. We'll have so much time then. <laughs> well, we did on Thanksgiving, too, and we didn't get anything done. Yeah, I know. I know. All right, um, so this is your marching order, and Larrikin, you are casting Minor Illusion. Yes, I'm going to do that. Okay, so describe what your illusion looks like, sounds like, okay. sounds like, whatever you're going to do. All right, so um, I'm going to... Uh, Melanie, did you want to do um, your Druid smell? Not yes. if you're doing Minor Illusion. If you're like Fair. Uh, okay, uh, so I don't think I can stack the, the things, right? So if I'm making sound, I don't think I can also make smells. Correct. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, you tip. could if you have enough spell slots to cast the illusion twice. Oh, uh, it's a current trip. Oh. Um. Yeah. Let's say you can do it more than one time. Okay. Um. All right. Sweet. So. Uh, I'm wait. Make... Actually, is it concentration? Sorry. Technical wait. Question. Is it concentration? Let's find out. Oh. Casting. <laughs> Background noise. I was gonna say they were getting excited for me. Uh, it's not concentration. Action, not concentration. No, it should be good. Okay, cool. All right, so I'm going to cast the smell of bacon, and it's going to irradiate out from me. Um, and along with the smell of bacon, I'm going to cast the sound of like 
some small slight sizzling and then I'm going to um, make my voice into Yemix and go Oh Clog! Can you hear me when I say that? Yeah. Okay, good. Oh Clog! Clog, your dinner's on its way! Here I come with your dinner! And then I'm going to make <laughs> the sound of a clatter. Ah! Crap! <laughs> uh, ah, you hear nuts. Clark just sort of yells out into the, the hallway says like, Frickin' Yemek! Always ruining Clark's dinner. Oh, it was going to be so good, too. Clark, do you, do you mind giving me a hand? There's broken glass everywhere out here. He says, Clark is too good for this task. He says, you two, go. And he points at the goblins. And the goblins are now heading out to the, investigate what's going on. Okay, I, um, <laughs> I'm going to hope that they can't the goblins can't see me standing where i'm standing were you just standing right there uh no (laughs) okay i was gonna say because then everybody can see you (laughs) (laughs) Uh, guys anyway so i'm going to kind of like um give the signal as it were um to my compatriots okay um I'm assuming that you're attacking the goblins. Um, I mean, I think that was going to be the idea. Oh, oh, wait. What if we do a stealthy takedown? Would that be smarter? We're not going to try to convince them to join us to get overthrow this other guy? You could. They we seemed could. annoyed at Clark. Are they still that actually in sounds view way of bad. Clark? Are they what? They're still in view of Clark, though, right? Yeah, Clark can still see the goblins. They do have to walk down a few small stairs. Uh, and assuming any of you is still looking in the cave, Clark is like totally self-involved. He's looking at his pet. He doesn't appear to, he okay. sent them to do a job and he's just assuming they're going to do it. We fell like, oh, I fell way down the stairs before I broke the glass. Way <laughs> down the stairs. You hear Clark say, stop bothering Clark. <laughs> okay. So I actually kind of like the idea of trying to convince the goblins to join us. I didn't even think of that. All right, take point, Char. I. So, who was the leader of the um, the goblins in the other room that we just killed? That was Yemek. Yemek. And that's so, who they think they're coming out to see. Right, and Yemek wanted to overthrow him too. So, I think we we have a chance of getting them to uh, help us. Could be true. How are you going to do it? I don't know. <laughs> You don't need to, this doesn't require D&D mechanics. I, this requires could, just telling me how you want to. I could threaten them. You could threaten them. Intimidate. They, well, because can they see? Um, they can't see him in the minor illusion. We could say that Emix told us this before he went to the So he doesn't look anything like Emix? So right. I'm pretty much yeah, saying, no, I'm giving you like voice. a little bit of time right now, but this is sort of instantaneous. <laughs> yeah, well, there's only like three stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he like fell off the bridge into the river or something, <laughs> in which case they probably expect him to be dead. That bacon is ruined by now. <laughs> that would be very ruined. Um, all right, so guys, this is all pretty quick. I'm going to need a just a little bit of gaming-wise. I could grapple, quick, quick we could grapple them, right? I could grapple one You can try. And that's okay. what I figured was going to be the initial plan. Um, until is there a way to grapple both mechanically? 
Then? No. Okay. They're they're not that much smaller than you. How strong is Charlotte? Charlotte's pretty strong. Uh. Cyrus got a plus three strength. Yeah, you could do a grapple too. Yeah, you can try and restrain them. Okay. Okay, so do we want to do that? Me and you spring out and grab them. All right, let's do it. All right, so we just roll a strength check for that? There's a lot of crazy grappling rules that I'm not going to try and figure out at the moment. Um, so we're just going to do a straight strength contest. Okay. Okay, so tell me what I have to, where I have to roll. Just roll, uh, if you're on your character sheet, just click on the... Oh, can you not click on it? Yeah, click on the strength word. I wish there was like a wrestling skill. Why do I suck so bad when I roll? Uh-oh, Phil. <laughs> Jesus. Eight. Yeah, Phil rolled an eight. Okay, and I can't see what I rolled. Uh, you didn't yeah. yet? Yeah, so click, uh, click on the left word. Left, oh, left of see. your proficiency. Yep, you yep, got it. There you go. Nice. Okay, and goblin number one, who Phil is attacking, is going to roll against your strength. Yeah, it's gonna be okay. Goblin number two, he rolled a fourteen. Uh, goblin number two against Charlotte's strength check. Oh boy, Whoa. That is a critical fail. It was a one. Um, because he rolled so poorly, uh, we're gonna go ahead and say that the way this happens is these two goblins are coming out. They're just they look frustrated and exasperated, and they don't want to be there. Uh, Charlotte is quick to the punch, uh, jumps out and grapples with one goblin who goes down so quickly that it distracts the other goblin who trips over this mess uh, and falls. Um, so he's he's just on the ground. So I'm going to go oh ahead and boy. say that you can restrain him pretty easily. Okay. Uh, hmm. I'm trying to figure out a way to see if they would yell. They probably would yell for help unless you can do something to convince me that they wouldn't. Throat chop. <laughs> All right, throat so chop. <laughs> Besides, like I've I've tackled him, but yeah, can the I one you his... tackled is not doing anything. You've like got him on a full-on headlock, mount hand over oh. his mouth. He he is okay. done. But the other one oh, probably mine. Okay. The other one. You yeah. can attack the other one. I would suspect that if you're going to try and do any convincing, that attacking one is going to make yeah. the other one pretty upset. Can I just fall on him? <laughs> yeah. Um. So you're big. Uh, he's going to roll another strength check to see. Um. I don't want to make this against. Well, we'll see what he rolls. That's not very good. Um, so let's say that's that's successful. The one dude failing so badly made this an easy, easy task. So you are currently smothering one, um, <laughs> and and Syrah is full on headlock to the other one. Um, and I'm assuming you've pulled them sort of out of the mouth of the cave. Okay. So what do we do? What do you guys think we should tell them now? Yeah. Let's see here. Um, I have 50 feet of rope so we can hog tie them. Um, otherwise, we now only have to deal with a bugbear and two and a wolf. Hmm. Do we want to hog tie them? Or do we want to convince them to join us against him? Um, well, we kind of just attack them. Well, well, you we didn't just... hurt them. You restrained yeah. them. Yeah, we I mean, restrained them. You could argue that being sat on by a warforged is painful, but... <laughs> um, me uh, Melanie, Lyafel speaks uh, 
uh, no, uh, golly gee, what am I trying to say? Goblin, right? <clears throat> so maybe you could reason with them? I, I could try. Yeah. Ask them, um, either working for this asshole who wants them to, you know, get them food and drink. Are you asking them that? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to say you're asking the one who's not currently being smothered. <laughs> uh, so, Syrah, do you release the guy's mouth, the goblin's mouth, so he can respond? Uh, can we, like, pull them more off to the side before we let them talk? Yeah, we'll say you pulled them. You pulled them a reasonable amount of way where you could assume that the sound of the waterfall behind you is going to mask any of your voices. Okay. Okay, good. All right, then I will. Re- I'll leave my hand off of his mouth. Okay, so he is surprised that Lyophil speaks Goblin. Um, I think in Harry Potter, isn't it called Gobbledygook? I think that's correct, yeah. <laughs> he is, yeah, uh, is surprised that Lyophil speaks his language, um, and that surprise is enough for him to not yell right away. Um, he says, well, for one, he doesn't do this to us. That's all he says. Indicating that he doesn't get physically restrained by Clark. <laughs> can I can I threaten the one that I'm laying on? You can. It's okay. going to be pretty effective. I'm going to say it where no one else can hear quietly. Um, I'm going to tell him, if you do not help us defeat this clog... I will crush every bone in your little goblin body. He has a little hand sticking out to the side, and he gives you a very adamant thumbs up. Okay, so, yeah, I think he's good now, so. Is it, uh, the other I, one still I, requires convincing. Can uh, I threaten him as well? You can. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make I'm, my. I'm. I'm actually curious to see if uh, Lyophil would have said anything else. Okay. Uh, no, I was gonna ask if there was anything we could offer him. He's hungry. Uh, he he sort of hesitates and he says, "I'm, I'm always hungry." Larg eats everything. We just get his scraps. We get less than his wolf gets. Um, if you. And your friend help us take down this gluttonous um, clard. You might have some food to share with me. Uh, they, he says, oh, we, we couldn't. Clard would kill me. I had no chance. Well, they'll have our help. But he would come straight for me. You don't understand. He's He's crazy. I look at uh, Larry and I say, "We do not need these goblins. They, we can make them run." Uh, again, the goblin underneath you, uh, Albatross, very adamant, thumbs up. <laughs> and I look at the other one that's argue like not. I said, "I can just kill him, rip his limbs off. This one can go." The other goblin says, "Yeah, if you could let him go too." That would be great. I, we we we've been kind of buddies. He's been the only guy I've had to talk to while we've had to serve that that nightmare in there. And aside Melanie, from Melanie, can you add, are they saying all this to Melanie or are they uh, say? Saying... Whenever they've been responding to Melanie, it's been in Goblin. 
Uh, okay. When he's responding to Albatross, it's in common. Okay. And okay, so whatever he I, says to me, I relay to you. So I would I want to ask them um, two things. One about the wolf. If the wolf is um, like, what's the word I want to use? It, it will listen to him, or if if they think that the wolf, we could get the wolf to listen to us. And then two, if he they if he has any weaknesses that they know about. Um, they the the goblin who can still speak. Uh, you start to, uh, by the way, Albatross, the one underneath you is starting to struggle a lot. You're, you're definitely not letting him breathe. Okay. So, up to you so, whether you want to keep letting him <laughs> or not. Uh, can, maybe I'm, I'm going to leave this to, like, can I roll for this to decide what I decide to do? You can. Um, Flipping the coin. Well, so what, while, what, while he's I'm rolling sorry, to I determine. I guess I've been concerned with this one. So, what has the other one decided? Did he say he would leave to? Um, he said if you let his buddy leave, he'd gladly leave. Okay. So uh, can he I, can is I, now good. Sorry. So can so can I let the other one up, but like put my hand over his mouth? Yeah, you can just like okay. let a little of your weight up so that he can breathe without letting him go. It's just like, do you want him to die or not? Because that's uh, what we're dealing with now. No, since he's listening. Um, I will tell the other one to the one that uh, Lyafell's holding to run, leave out of here. And uh, he says, just... well, but should I answer her questions first or, or yeah, leave? Yeah, yeah, whatever he's answering first. Uh, he says, so that, that wolf is pretty loyal to Clark. Uh, he gets, he's not treated great, but he's treated a lot better than us. Uh, and they're saying Clark is just really strong. Yeah, I don't know if he has any weaknesses. We haven't tried to Try to beat him up. You know, if you wanted to start a rebellion, you probably should have talked to Yemek. You. Um, I have Speaking a of which, where where is he? he we thought Yemek was out here. Where did he go? Uh, he fell down the stairs. We have more questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> he says, oh, that um, was Yemek. The Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's fishing bacon out of the creek right now. So, uh, I have a question for you. Uh, we, there was an adventuring party. No, there wasn't. There was a wagon train that came by that got raided. Uh, you guys wouldn't happen to know anything about that, would you? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, we would. And, uh, and the captive and we got from there was here. And where? Um, we haven't seen that captive yet. Do you know where he would be hiding? Uh, yeah, you, you know if you go across this bridge and follow that path around the corner? Uh, yeah. You're probably going to come to where Yemek hangs out, and he's the one who's responsible for the captive. Interesting. And all the all the treasure and and supplies that travel with them, where would those where would those be located? Oh, we have no idea. You have uh, no idea. Some, eh? some person just came and took it away and signed for it, but we. I'm just I'm just a servant around here, basically. Some, some person. Did you see this person? Nope. We were waiting on Clark. Mm. Uh, he says we do have some supplies, though, that we've, we've stolen from other other places. Uh, and he points towards the back of the cave. He says, they're back there. I, I don't know if that's helpful. He says, can I run? Can I run now? Can you can you let us go? Uh, I'm going to give a glance around the group. Uh, it doesn't We're... seem like they have any more relevant information. I think I agree. Although, if they don't have any information, do they have other 
um, goblins that they can go find that could possibly come back. A lot of corpses. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to try to run for you. Makes sense. I indicated to them that we hadn't seen them yet. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but I'm if okay they still run towards him and then see that they're dead, are they going to be angry at us? Are you. You can guess. <laughs> I was like, how, you can't really ask them that question. <laughs> no, I was asking the other people in. Are, uh, we so so this has to be an in-game conversation. So if you're going to have these conversations, the goblins are going to hear you. <laughs> so so, been... so we, we make wait, the choice I, to wait, let wait, them can go. I, can I speak to... Um, who speaks Celestial? I could ask that in Celestial. They want to understand that. Oh yeah, because yeah, I, I can speak celestial, so. Okay, I ask your opinion. What do you want to do? Do you think that they? I think they're scared. They're goblins. They are of weak mind. Okay, so let them go. I tell the, I whisper in the the little one's ear again, the one that I'm holding. I said, "You had better run fast." He's breathing hard to catch his breath after he was smothered by you for a while, and so he doesn't even respond, but both his hands now thumbs up very adamantly. Okay. I, I move my hand and shove him down the hallway, and I tell the other one, you better run and follow him fast, and I pull my greatsword. So he's still held by Syra? <laughs> yeah, I, I was holding him, but I will let him go. Okay. Uh, as they, the one gets sent flying away from Albatross and you release them, they, they just hightail it. Uh, they're running around the bend and you, you hear them like splashing in the river towards the exit to the cave. Uh, and as they're leaving, one says to the other, he's like, this this was not a good job. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I'm going to miss Thumbs Up Goblin. He was, he was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's going to miss you guys. He didn't say much, but... <laughs> So, goblins are gone. Okay. It is Good. just Clark and the wolf, and now you hear Clark, and he says, God, "What? where'd you guys go? Clark's getting impatient. Can I Can I make a, um, like like I was going to do earlier, I think, like, uh, the reality is, can Albertros gets in his head that he's just kind of over, like, the sneaking and all this. Mm -hmm. So can I just make a, like, a roll just to decide if he's just going to march out again like he did before? Yeah, you don't need to ask me to do those rolls. You can just do them whenever you want. Oh, I kind of want it to be up to, like, his, like, not just me, but, like, if he just decides to randomly do that. Like, so it'd be, like, a percentile roll or something, you know, like. Yeah, that's up to you. <laughs> so is there a way to roll, like, high or low, like, 100 sided you, dice with this? Yeah, you can. Okay, yeah. that's one of the it. options, isn't okay, it? Okay, so I'm going to say low, he just decides to march out. Hi, he waits till the party makes a decision. So I'm just going to. It's an 87. Okay. So he's going to wait. Wow, interesting. Yep. I wonder how fast his reaction speed is. Is Clark turned away from us or towards the door? Uh, he's just sort of looking at the fire. He's sitting next to it, looking at the fire. Looking so at it. Let's, let's he's right check. here. Can I roll a check regarding bugbears? Yes. What are you trying to find out? Uh, just to see what I know is like they're. Like um, average, maybe strength and. Um, okay. Yeah. Sure. Just a general yeah. knowledge of. Just player. a general knowledge. I mean, I I know as a character as a person, but sure. Yeah. What, what what he knows and see. Eighteen. Good. Um. Yeah. So you're you've must have encountered bugbears before. Uh. 
or if you haven't, you were in a conversation with someone who had, uh, you know that they're strong and dexterous. Uh, they're relatively average uh, constitution-wise, so like poison resisting would be pretty average. They're not very smart. They're not very charismatic. But he's, you said they're fast, so that's what you uh, said. They are pretty fast, yes. Okay. They're not like they're not like zooming. They're yeah. they're like a but in like an average character fast. So I will basically tell him uh, this bugbear will like bugbears are known to be fast and strong. You must be careful, little one. Can, so can, can I um, Go ahead, Melanie. Fast and tangle? You can. Or was that would hinder us too. So, it I'm, would. I'm going to ask other people it, and we can shoot long range. Jim, I posted a picture of fan art of Clark on the Skype group. If you want to see it, he's like little cute Clark. I, I think I probably saw it. <laughs> yep, yeah, I've totally seen that before. It's awesome. <laughs> Uh, I would so, are you going to try and do the entangle, or... I like yes. that. Do you want me to try and restrain him? Yes, I like that a lot, actually. Although it's strange... You can, you can put it around him so that it doesn't really affect you guys where you are. I like that idea, Melanie. It can yeah. also include the wolf, too. It won't just be Clark. Yes, because... Okay. So it's a 20 foot square. That's not a very good way to describe a square. I'm going to guess it's like 20 foot across. Like diameter, but for okay. a square. All right. So am I, am I in range to do that? Yeah, it's a 90 foot range. So you can be 90 feet away from the central point of where you want to cast a spell. I will do that. I guess he has to do a strength saving. Yep, so you're casting a tangle. So um, do we need to roll negative? No, not yet. Okay, that's awesome. So, uh, he got a 21. Ooh. So okay. let's, let's go ahead and... See, oh, the wolf needs to roll too. What is, I didn't have a wolf character sheet up. Hang on a second. What is his strength? Not, not the worst. Oh boy, I'm doing my DM roll well again. 21 and a 20. So the ground sprouts with vines, uh, and they start to uh, wrap around the bugbear Clark and the wolf, um, but they sort of shrug it off and are now aware of your guy's presence, or at least someone's presence outside this cave. And where the vines are, the fire has lit them on fire now too. So the inside of this cave mouth is burning vines, and Clark and the wolf are heading out towards the mouth of the cave. Okay. Um, and Clark is Clark is not happy, uh, which I would guess you already figured. Um, give me one second. I opened like eight windows, and now I'm trying to consolidate. Am I ready a spell? It's a little late for that. Uh, you you hear Clark saying, "Who dares defy Clark? Is this you, Yemic?" As they're as they're heading out, uh, and then he sees you, 
he sees all of you. Uh, he looks around, he doesn't see any other goblins, and he says, Clark will build a throne from your bones, puny ones. And now we can roll initiative. Awesome. How do I roll initiative? I got a 13. Jesus, come on, Philip. Albatross! Oh. <laughs> Phil, you are not rolling well in this game so far. <laughs> Melanie, did you shout 20 again? No, I didn't get a 20. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would have laughed more. <laughs> um, the wolf got a 14. And the bugbear, Clark, got a 20. Oh. Wait, what am I supposed to... I'm sorry, guys. I was looking at something. What am I supposed to roll? No worries. Initiative. Initiative. Larrikin, what did you get? 13? If you... Hi, if you click on your character before you roll it, it'll add it to the turn order properly. Right. Like uh, Melanie did it. I got an 8. Char got an 8. Uh, who am I missing? Albatross got a 5. As Let's do this. Oh, perfect. Thank you. Thank you, Jim. What did I do? Uh, you changed it to 13. Oh, oh no, yeah, you didn't. Yeah, oh, I, did. I did. Did you? Oh, you may have. Oh, cool. All right. I'm not sure. Someone did. Uh, in any event, so the order is going to be Clark, Wolf, Larrikin, Lyophil, Syrah, Albatross. So, oh, God. <laughs> to start off, uh, it is Clark's turn. Uh, and he says, puny mortals, leave Clark alone. Uh, and he uh, runs after someone. He's going to either attack um, Albatross or Syrah, who are standing closest to him. Albatross, you're a one. Syria, you're a two. He's attacking Albatross, but he's going to move in between both of you. And his attack... I keep closing windows. What? You rolled a one for Albatross. Oh, did I say one was Syrah? Uh... You said one was yeah, I, I thought I said... Oh, did, maybe I just didn't say... It's, he's attacking Albatross. Oh, okay. I have no idea what I said now. <laughs> I'm sure I'll hear it on the recording. <laughs> okay, good. Um, he whips out his morning star. Glad I said morning star. And he uh, attacks with it. Is this going to work nicely? No. Why is it? I want to see. I wish it's say I click on the button and it only rolls for me. Um, 14 against Albatross. That does not hit. All right, so he whips around this morning star, and it just sort of clanks off of your hardened skin ineffectively. Um, I narrow my eyes at him. He says, you are not so puny. <laughs> he doesn't have bones either. <laughs> Can't break them. Uh, the wolf comes next. And the wolf, what does he do? Uh, he is going to attack Syrah. Uh, and wolves have a special ability that if they are within five feet of an ally, they get advantage on their attacks. So he's going to roll twice. Oh, good. The first one is a one, plus four is five. Second one is a 12. Syra, what is your armor class? It's on your character sheet. I can check it too. It is 12. Wow, oh, that's too bad. Uh, so this wolf uh, jumps at you, bites at whatever exposed flesh he can find. My dragon tail. 
Yeah, let's say he bites your tail for six damage. <laughs> this is a pretty solid chunk of chunk of damage. Uh, and if you don't mind, could you roll a strength saving throw, which is slightly different than what we had you do before? Twenty-four. Uh, oh yeah, that's gonna Excellent. be plenty good. Uh, okay, so he jumps up to bite you and attempt to knock you down. Um, he does bite you pretty successfully, but you, he's lighter than you by quite a bit, and you're not thrown off balance. Uh, the good news is, it is Larrikin's turn now. Okay, so... Um, I had a plan, but now they're in our zone. So... Would a 15-foot cone encompass... Syrah and also Albatross. If where are you aiming it? At um at Clark. Um hey, let's when say we rest- if you if you tried to aim it to hit both Clark and the wolf, it would hit mm-hmm. both Albatross and Syrah, but if you're just trying to click, hit Clark, you could aim it like down and just hit Albatross. Albatross will understand. Um <laughs> got uh um, question for you, real quick. When we rested, move? the did you say what did you say, Melanie? Can, can you not move? Or you do that, or is it like? Um. Yeah, you could. You could move. Oh, I could move. I think. Yeah. Well, I will do that then. Um, if you moved like just north of the wolf, you yeah. could aim it towards like the down right, and then it would probably just hit both the bad guys. Just up there, hey, right? Yeah. Or if you aimed it sort of to the right of Clark, it would hit both in front of you. I like it. Um, okay, so then my question is this: When we rested, did I get my spell slots back? Yes, it, it was did. a long rest. Long rest. Yep. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Okay, well, I'm going to use one of those to cast Burning Hands. I pull a red feather from my cloak, and I hold it in my hand, and the and the feather lights a flame, and then my hand lights a flame, and then I thrust my hand forward. And it has nothing loaded in the in the text. So let me read what this says. Um, each creature in a 15-foot cone must make a dexterity saving throw. And I'm checking where my DC would be for that. It should be in your character sheet on the spells list at the top. Uh, 13. 13. Okay, so they're making a... Dexterity, Dexterity save against thirteen. Yes. That's All a right. Wolf, this is for so. this is for wolf. Wolf's going first. That's a save. Eighteen, sweet. Clark is going next. It's like I'm just auto rolling everything above a fifteen. Oh, Clark doesn't oh, nine. save. Excellent. So then the creature will take three d six fire damage That's on a, a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful one. Would Roll you like some damage? Would you like me to roll for um, one for each or no. just one total? Roll total. Well, just one for total. There's 3d6. It's a good roll. So 14. the wolf takes 7 damage and Clark takes 14 damage. Alright. I should probably keep track of hit points. Uh, it also says the fire ignites anything flammable in the area that isn't being worn or carried. Okay. Fire behind me. Uh, wolf took how many? Uh, seven. The wolf okay. took seven. We didn't start the fire. It's it was on. Kind of did start. 
Yeah. <laughs> sort, of two, sort of one fire, and you sort of contributed to the fire in the cave right now. Uh, speaking of which, the thorns in the cave are starting to just burn out and kindle, and the fire is just staying. The original fire pit's kind of the only location the fire is present. Did, it, did, the, uh, did that fire affect the treasure in the back that we can see? Nope. It was only a 20-foot box and Clark and stuff to the right. So, yeah, the, the supplies are still fine. Um, there wasn't really anything flammable inside of this cone. Um, I'll go ahead and say Clark had, like, specks of food on his body that were incinerated. So we just cleaned him up a little bit. Okay. Yeah, you're kind of nice to him. Uh, Leofil, it's your turn next. Um, the wolf was not... The wolf looks pretty bad after that attack. Uh, Clark was affected by it, but it just sort of pissed him off more. He says, fire does not scare Clark. Okay, um... I... Is the wolf, like, bad off enough that its next attack will be... diminished, or is it... It's not looking great. Okay, so I'll move and then... Shoot an arrow at Clark. Okay. And roll your attack. A uh, 15 is not going to hit Clark. Um, he, I should have said this too. He has a shield with him. Um, and the you just, your arrow just deflects off the shield. He's behind too. I'm behind. Um, he sees you as you're moving to attack him, and okay. he, he shifts as you shoot, and the arrow just deflects off the shield. That's that's mostly just color. Uh, you didn't hit based off of your roll. <laughs> uh, so you can keep moving if you want. Um, otherwise, I think it's probably next person's turn. Is that me? Yes, Sarah, you will be up next. Um, okay, so I can do, could I do breath weapon? You can. It's a good but time would to I, Pardon? It's a good time to do it with the setup. Okay, so it wouldn't be like I would hurt um, Albatross. No, I think, isn't that a, that's a 15 foot cone as well, right? Uh, it is, yes. Yeah, so here's sort of where I'm thinking if you, if you just breathe it like that way. Um, okay. That would be like the center of the cone, so that it's like out like this. You would hit both of them. And then, okay, so that's what I'm going to do. And do I just um, push that breath weapon? Or I, do I think you should be able to do that. I'm not sure. Let's see what happens. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, no. no, it just expands or collapses it. Uh, okay, so you use your breath weapon. Each creature in the area of exhalation must make a constitution saving throw. The DC for this is equal to 8 plus your constitution modifier plus your proficiency bonus, which is 8 plus 2 plus 2. So they need to save against a 12 with their constitution. Sire, question. 14. What, what, what uh, for uh, visual purposes, what does your flames look like? What color are they? Uh, that I do not know. Let me see. You can make it up. Make it oh, I can make it up? Yep, and I absolutely. want it to be blue. So, oh, good, because it's cold damage. <laughs> yes, it's cold, yeah. Nice. Perfect. Okay, so uh, we'll roll the wolf first. Why do I keep clicking buttons? I'm not supposed to click. This is against a 12. That is a 21 natural 20. The wolf is I need apparently made of ice. 
sure you're not cheating with these rolls? <laughs> and a 16 for Clark. So I don't think, are either of them, is there like a half damage if they fa uh, fail? Um, uh, yeah, yes, half as do. much on a successful. Okay. 2d6 damage on a failed save and half as much on a successful. Great. So go ahead and roll two six-sided dice. Okay. I know how to do that. Perfect. Um, all right. So despite this wolf's apparent ice skin, uh, the cold damage from your breath weapon is enough to kill him. Uh, Clark is hit again, and he he's definitely hurt by it, but he just reacts and he says, Ice? Cold? None of these scare Clark. Uh, the wolf is dead. And Albatross is up next. I look at Clark, and I don't know if you heard me earlier, but I say, Clark is a dumb name, and I swing my, <laughs> my great sword at him. Let's see. Gotta open up the windows. Okay. Yeah, I have a lot of open windows. Wolf hey, Ripper, poor Ripper. Hey Jim. Yeah. Can you can you edit out the part where I said that eight plus two plus two equals fourteen? <laughs> Do you want me to edit that out and leave this part? Uh, yeah, yeah, edit that out, but leave this part if you would. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I hear it, I don't usually listen to the whole thing when I'm editing. Oh, Dang. Yes. Good nice, roll, nice Bill. Nice. Finally, Albatross comes through. Okay. Go ahead and roll so damage. I'm going to roll my damage. So I rolled a 25, and now I'm rolling the damage for the greatsword. 19. Nope. Got to click on, click on the word oh, greatsword. Oh, right. <laughs> I was about to say, that's a lot. I, was, I forget. Yeah, I, was about to say, <laughs> I don't dang. think you can do that. I was like, that's not a, a critical. Okay. Eight points of damage. There we go. All right. So you swing your sword after insulting Clark's name. Uh, and he is in bad shape now, but he is still alive. Can um, I make my movement though after I do that? Yeah. To uh, to because I want to give. I'm gonna move. Let's see. I'm gonna move here to because that'll provide her. Um, I'm trying to give anybody a chance so they can get um, advantage uh, by flanking. Right? I can do that. Yeah. Yeah, they can. Um, the bugbear is next, in case that... Okay, well, let's, let's, yeah, I know. Uh, sorry, let's see. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll do this. I'll get behind him, so he's kind of... There we go. Okay. Um, on his turn, he turns and sees... He thought that his wolf friend was fine. He was like, oh, he'll resist the cold too. But he sees Ripper dead, uh, and his heart just leaves him. Um, he goes, Ripper! Ripper! Clark loved Ripper! Uh, and he uses an action to disengage. Um, and then he's going to run 30 feet towards the chimney in this room. Dang it. Uh, that's his whole turn. Hey, guys, are, are we the baddies? No. <laughs> <laughs> we killed the dog. What is wrong with us? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that was his turn. Next up is Larrikin. Um, Gosh, horrible cone. Why did I draw things? <laughs> it's like a three-dimensional cone. I love it. All right, Larrikin, you're up. 
Well, so now I, now I don't know what's happening. I'm going to um, cautiously pursue. You can and always. I don't know. If, I know that um, Melanie and Charlotte. This may be news to you. You can always attack to um, incapacitate instead of to kill. So you can always attack. Like if you wanted to incapacitate him, so you could like tie him up and ask him questions. You can always do that. You don't. It doesn't do require anything special. You just need to tell me that's how you're attacking him, and it needs to be a melee attack to incapacitate. So you can't like shoot to incapacitate. <gasps> oh right. wait a minute. He would actually know. He, right, because he does all the business dealings. Is there? Blah, 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 blah. Does that work for spells too, or no? Uh, I will say it depends on the spell. I think it doesn't usually work for spells, but for color's sake. <clears throat> okay, if I um, if I go here, um, I can see him going towards the um, the chimney. Does it look like he's attempting to flee? Is that what he's Absolutely. doing? Absolutely. Yep, he's running. I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast on the wall to try to crumble that ceiling into the chimney and close the entrance. Sorry, what was the spell? Oh, Eldritch Blast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just, my, just my old classic warlock move. Go ahead. We'll see is what that... happens. Okay, so Eldritch Blast is a... Oh, yep, it just works the way they all do. Just a minute here. Nope, that's a description of the spell. One more time. <laughs> just a minute here. It should be in your... Um... Yep, I found it. Oh, here okay. it is. I get a 14 against the wall. Um, So it definitely hits. Roll damage. Uh, okay. Let's see what happens. Woo, a two. All right, All right. Um, sweet. So so not a great damage roll. Let's say that your Eldritch Blast does hit the wall and does collapse a few stones and rocks into his path. Uh, and maybe if he were small and weak, it would dissuade him, but he's a big dude, so he's he's still going to power on through. Fair. Can I try to shout? Um, can I shout, halt? You, you can. Okay, so hold <laughs> up a minute. Um, Wait! Roll persuasion with disadvantage. Sweet. Um, okay. Well, persuasion's one I have a high charisma. Yep. 16. 16. Okay, give me a second. Um, he's gonna resist. Jim rolls two natural 20s. This guy... Oh! I'm rolling too well. He rolls too natural. He, he ignores no, you. Wait. <laughs> he he ignores you. I usually my last free action. I look back at the group and shrug like, yeah, I tried. <laughs> um, Leah, Phil, you're up next. Okay. Can't, why can't I? shoot an arrow to incapacitate at like his leg or something That's not um you this is a, a tough thing in D, &D. I, every game i've played this comes up when you're trying to do like targeted shots and i still haven't found a good way to do it um i'm gonna go ahead and say if you're trying to shoot him to incapacitate you'll roll a regular attack to see if you hit him and then we'll roll two more attacks and you have to hit with both of them to hit, hit. now that's mean <laughs> 
You have to roll. You roll one attack to see wow. if you hit, and then roll a second attack to see if you hit where you're aiming for. And I'll go ahead and say if you hit the first one and miss the second one, you just don't incapacitate him, and he's probably gonna die. Am I in range for a melee? Yes, yes. Uh, not melee, but you can shoot him from where you were. So I can't run to get in. Dead. So what you could do, you can use both of your actions to move and get within like melee range of him. If he tries to move out of your attack range, if he basically tries to move away from you and doesn't disengage, you'd be able to get a free attack on him. Um, he just did disengage on his last turn, so you suspect he'll probably do the same thing to try and flee. I'm not in range. Yeah. So if you move to there, yeah. You'll stop him from, like, moving twice. Where, where are you going to move? Uh, where was I to start with? To the up and to the right of Albatross. Okay. So how many spaces can I think. What's your speed? 35. So you can move seven squares. Oh, so you can. You actually can get to within range, I think. Because diagonal is still only five feet. One, two, three, four, five, six, yes, I can. Yep. Okay, so... Um, I think we're going to have to make a decision about weapon switching mid-combat, because it's supposed to take... You're, you're supposed to not be able to switch weapons in the middle of combat and still attack. In fact, I'm going to keep that rule. I think that's a good rule. Yeah. You can't like switch we weapons when other people are attacking. Uh, no, it's so it requires a um, full action to. I think it's to equip, uh, and it takes a bonus action to drop a weapon. So in order to like drop a weapon and equip a weapon, it basically takes your whole turn of actions. You can still move. It's supposed to prevent you from basically just like having a bow out running forward and attacking someone with your sword. Yes, I'll try the short bow attack and try the Yeah, you can. <laughs> Are you going to try to incapacitate? Yeah, I'm aiming for his leg. <laughs> okay, so just roll first, roll a normal attack first, and we'll see if you hit it all. You do. Okay. Um... I don't think I should make it a roll a normal attack because his armor class shouldn't have anything to do with what you hit. So I think just roll a straight 20-sided dice and we'll do 10 and above, you hit where you're aiming, and 9 and below, you miss. Okay. Um, how do I do that again? Uh, you can, on the left side in your little menu, there's a little dice symbol. Uh, you should be able to just click on the D20 word label. That's it's above the first column. Did, it. did that? Oh, I didn't know it comes out highlighted. Okay, so you do hit where you're aiming. So your incapacitation works successfully. Uh, Clark is hit in the leg, um, and he is just bleeding on the ground, but he's not moving anymore. Uh, and he's sort of unconscious, like he's drifting in and out. This was a, a little too much for him, between the depression of losing his wolf and the pain of lots of wounds. Uh, okay, so he is incapacitated, so we're no longer in combat. Uh, you guys can do whatever you want. How dead is the wolf? Like, dead, dead, dead? Yep, dead, dead, dead. So he didn't. Is he um, mostly dead? Nope. 
<laughs> Billy Crystal has not ceased to be. <laughs> <laughs> There's no storming any castles for that wolf. <laughs> I'm gonna go over there and I'm gonna uh, put my sword, like you know, because I know she, because the combat's over with. But I'm gonna go put my my great sword next to his uh, next to his head so that while we tie him up or whatever. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go over and try and tie him up. Okay. Uh, we're just gonna go ahead and say since he's incapacitated and you have plenty of time and rope, he is tied up. What do you want to do? Excellent. Let's well, interrogate we, him. We should interrogate him. Go ahead. Alrighty then. Alright, Clark, we got Shay. Uh, now, if you answer our questions and help us out, uh, we're going to let you go, okay? Uh, he's a little bit dazed, um, and he keeps looking over at the dead body of his wolf. Uh, Can someone please hide the body of the wolf? <laughs> And he, he says, Clark, Clark doesn't want to live. Oh. Uh, there are plenty of wolves Ripper. Loving, that need love in the woods. You will find another one. He says, the, the wolves downstairs, did, did you kill them too? No. No. Did not. No. He says, oh, well, they aren't Ripper, but maybe, maybe they'll do. Ripper is a terrible name for a wolf. <laughs> uh, he says, Ripper! And then he just sort of looks down. He, he doesn't want to, like, rise to your bait. He is in a better place. That's what I tell him. He's dead. How, how, how injured is he? Clark? Uh, he's bleeding out on his leg. If you don't, like, try and okay. stabilize I'm him gonna, in some I'm way... Gonna use oh. one, I'm gonna use one of my lay on hands hit points to heal him. Okay. So he's he's stable now. I mean, he's not happy. Um, but he's not he's not gonna die. Okay. Uh, and he he looks at you a little bit weird, uh, and, but he doesn't say anything. I tell he, him uh, is, is in a better place. He still doesn't really respond. Uh, I snap my fingers to get his attention. Oh, he's and he's I, aware. He's just not responding to things about Ripper. Fair. And I'm I, like, oh, I'm sorry. After this, oh. <laughs> I'm like, all right, so. Here's the questions we have for you. Uh, our wagon party was besieged by your folks, and we're going to need some answers as to uh, where our people are, where our stuff is, and why you're doing this. So uh, he looks around. And I present the writ, by the way, the receipt. Okay. Just to uh, show him. He says, we're just... Clark, Clark was just trying to lead this band of goblins to power he uh clark had orders from the the group some group came and gave clark orders but clark was just doing this for our own good um he says the uh the 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 tribe is is named the kragma tribe uh, and he says they're they're the ones who are working for me in here the kragma c-r-a-g-m-a-w um, he says, but but Clark did not want to join this this tribe. Clark just wanted to run it, form his own tribe. Well, you'll be able to run your own tribe after we let you go. He so, says you're you're letting Clark go. Well, if uh, if you help uh, if you help us out, 
I whisper under my breath, but you can probably hear, still hear it. I said, well, you could join your wolf ripper if you want. He, like, you just see the breath fall out of him. He hears you. I mean, he's like, no. He's suddenly very willing to talk. Um, okay. He says, if you let let my wolves downstairs come with Clark and any other remaining goblins, and, and I will answer your questions. And his, his refusal to use third person in that last sentence fragment was a gym mistake. <laughs> Pretend he was still third person. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, we, uh, I kind of look around and I go, well, that sounds like a fair trade. Um, we captured two of your goblins briefly, two of your goblin friends before. Uh, one of them only talked using his thumbs and the other one talked using his mouth and he told us that uh, all of the uh, <laughs> stuff sorry we're family friendly here and I almost said a bad word uh, <laughs> all the stuff that we uh, got stolen from uh, that you are took we off family of us friendly? Are we, I, I would hope so I, I was like I'm not sure I've been family friendly <laughs> I would hope so I real—I almost dropped a big S-bomb and that would have been a real a real uh, trip hey? oh no you're right I did in the third episode I actually beeped out a swear word did you really? Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was probably me. I guarantee it was. I don't me, remember so. who it was. I could have been. I talk like a pirate. So. It might have been me. <laughs> well, thank you for doing that, Jim. I appreciate it. Um, so I say all of our stuff you stole uh, was on this receipt, and uh, according to uh, according to one of your goblin friends, uh, it was uh, someone came to the cave. And uh, I guess traded for it or gave you gold for it. So what do you know about that or no? Uh, he sort of says, I, Clark will start from the beginning. The Kragmaws okay. came to Clark's cavern where Clark was happy with Ripper and gave Clark a task as well as some goblins to, to run as, as his own tribe. Uh, he says, he, we were just given one, one order to plunder poorly defended travelers that came past or near our the territory of this of this tribe. Um, and he says, but a few days ago, another messenger came and told Clark that there was a special caravan. Some dwarf, Clark does not remember his name, Govrin Stonehead. Clark doesn't know dwarven I, names. I circle my hand as if to indicate, go on. Uh, and he said, um, we, we found this caravan, we think. Um, there were two travelers in it, and we defeated them pretty easily. My, my tribe was pretty good. Uh, we brought them back here. Uh, one should still be in the cave, uh, and the other one was taken to some other Kragma location. The, the messenger took him and some supplies and left. But you you probably would want to go rescue your other friend, right? Uh, yeah, we would. We we would want to do that. Anyway, uh, what direction did they hey did they head out for the other? Uh, There's to the other Craig Wallace Only thing? only one path out of here back to the main road. That's fair. Uh, we did not follow. Clark Clark knows when he should stick his nose in other people's business. Um, let's see here. And you were only in charge of this this one territory. Uh, you didn't have to. Uh, there wasn't anywhere you were supposed to stay out of or anything like that. 
This is Clark's cave. Clark Fair. needs no other territory. Fair. Um, Although Clark may need a new cave. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna glance, I'm gonna glance around at the group. Just indicate that they're welcome to answer questions or ask questions as well. And he, he says under his breath after his last sentence, he says, "This cave will always remind Clark of Ripper." You will leave this cave and never come back. He sort of looks confused and says, "Yes." Yes, that's that's what Clark intended. <laughs> we'll name the cave Ripper Cave. I'll make a sign. <laughs> a little tear is shed. I actually feel guilty about that. I, I'm not going to do that. So. <laughs> um, Melanie or Charlotte, any any questions for yeah, Clark? Yeah, I'm going to ask him, um, where, where are the Kragmar group now? Um, he says Clark is not a member of the Kragmar tribe. Uh, he says the the messengers who came the the goblins who were here maybe you could ask ask them but Clark doesn't know Clark doesn't care. Oh. I'm gonna do a um, um, what check would it be maybe a history check to see if I know about the Kragmaw people? Yes, yeah, that seems fair. It's an eight. Eight? No. Uh, so you have heard the name before, uh, okay. and you're aware that they're a tribe of goblins. So you can at least validate that Clark's not BSing you about this, uh, but you don't really know anything about them. That's fair. Try that too. Yeah, go ahead. You know a lot about the Cardinal, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> an 18. Um, so you know a few random things. Uh, you know that they're named the Kragmaw tribe because each member of the tribe sharpens their teeth. So they appear fierce and jagged. Uh, Clark himself did not sharpen his own teeth. Um, you have heard tale that there is a place called Kragma Castle, which is where the tribe usually harkens from, but you don't know where Kragma Castle is. It's, it's, uh, it's a hideout, so it's supposed to be secret. That's about all you know. Um, besides that, there you just know that they're a regular, they have been historically a regular group of criminals, basically, who just hijacks people on the road, steals their supplies, sometimes kills folk if they're uh, unlucky. So now that we have that information, we might, as a group, want to head back to town and ask around and see if anyone knows where the Cragmore Castle might be. Uh, metagaming for one second. Sure. Uh, you do have that task to deliver the supplies to Fandolin. Oh, right. Oh, and these are they, right, behind us? Uh, no, the, the supplies you had to deliver are still in your wagon. These are supplies you don't know of yet. Well, let's go you look can at investigate those. them. I'll go over there and look. All right. Uh, <laughs> the definition in this thing says, the captured stores are bulky and the characters will need a wagon to transport them. How convenient. Nice. Um, so, uh, let me see. Treasure. Uh, all right, so you look through this, these boxes. Um Give me a second. All right, so most of the boxes are marked with the image of a blue lion. Um, there are piles of sacks and crates here. Uh, the the sacks that aren't marked with a blue lion contain 600... Uh, someone's going to need to write these things down, by the way. Sorry. I got a pen. No Go ahead. Okay. 600 copper, 110 silver, two... Wait for it. Potions of healing. Yay. Uh, 
a jade statuette of a frog with tiny golden orbs for eyes, which is worth 40 gold pieces. And I said that as though there was one more thing, but there's nothing else. Jade statue of a frog with what? Bulging eyes? No, gold orbs for eyes. <laughs> tiny gold orbs. Eyes not bulging. <laughs> um, and if you investigate the, the chests that have the image of the blue lion, it's mostly like weapons and armor. Nice. And uh, how about everybody roll another history check? Okay. I'm sorry, what did you say? Roll a history check? Uh, no one else needs to. Oh, really, no one else needs to. Tony and Melanie both got 15s. Uh, this wasn't a hard one. Um, you recognize this image of the blue lion as the symbol of the Lion Shield Coster, which is a known merchant company throughout the region, and they have a trading post in Phandalin, which oh, is conveniently perfect. where you're going. Oh, sweet. So if we um, bring these back, maybe we can get a little bit of coin for acquiring their stolen goods. Uh, that's the wrong way to phrase that. Getting it, <laughs> sorry, recovering their stolen goods, not there, not required. Uh, acquiring. Um, I have one final question for Clark, I think. Uh, Clark. He looks uh, up. we're, look at us, this merry band of uppers that we have here before you. We are not going to be able to carry all of this very quickly back to the cart. Do you mind helping us out? Oh boy, would he mind? Um, uh, he's gonna say, what, "What? What will you give Clark to help you?" I will allow you to live. He says okay. that is that is very good for Clark. And we'll make sure you get one of those wolves. He says one. All three are Clarks. At least one. <laughs> Depends on how well you carry the supplies. He, he says, make a sign for this cave and call it Ripper's Cave and Clark will help you carry the supplies. I I could do that. <laughs> was that was that on purpose, Lord of the Rings quote? The, I think it accidentally was, yeah. <laughs> it was um. like, it was so good. <laughs> How about side by side with a friend? How about side by side, yeah. Um, so... Let's see here. I have a disguise kit, so in it are um, several like face paints and things. Excellent. So I'm going to use that to like paint, um, uh, paint Ripper's cave. You can uh, take like the top off of one of these supply chests. The, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then oh wait, the blue lion is the sigil. It's the sigil of the trading company that you're going back towards. Could I convert that blue lion into like a wolf? Like, make it look like a wolf. I wish there was an art ability. Um, <laughs> Roll for art? Let's see. Uh, let's do deception. just straight dexterity. <laughs> okay, just see how good dexterity. you are at drawing. Yeah. Come on, 20. That's Five. Not, not great. Um, I, you attempt I, to modify I this. Can I see Sorry. if I have artistic ability? Yeah, you my can. Version, I'm kind of awkward and weird. So. My my version, I just put a big gur face on this lion. So. Yeah, no, you, I, you you just wrote next to it, I'm a wolf. <laughs> I'm a wolf. It's a dex, you said? Yeah, just straight dex. Um, yeah, 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 straight dex. Now I'm wondering if I should have done performance. 15. 15. Um, 
So you guys go ahead and roleplay this, that uh, Larrikin doesn't draw it well. I take it from him, whatever he's drawing with. Oh yeah, and I have my like tongue between my teeth, like kind of like mm, I'm lying down on my tummy, and I'm like, and I hold it up and I go, yeah, and it says Ripper's Cave. One of the R's is backwards. You take your pick, which one? And yeah, it does say I'm a wolf. <laughs> and I, I'm just, I can literally visualize Albatross thru- like forcefully being like, give me that, you know. <laughs> and I'm like. And then I, like, get into, like, a very artistic pose, and I, you know, quickly do, like, the outline of, like, a wolf head, but, like, a tribal-looking wolf. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Do you do you show this sign to Clark? Yes. Uh, he, he is very confused. It's been a long day. Um, <laughs> but he appreciates oh. the gesture, and, and a couple tears are falling down his eyes, and he says, Clark, we'll never see Ripper again, but... Clark appreciates the gesture. Ripper would have liked it. Clark wishes things could have gone differently. Be happy we didn't kill you, and you have three more wolves. He says, then maybe I would have seen... Nope, then maybe Clark would have seen Ripper. I'm gonna tell him that I'm sorry things didn't go differently, and that I will remember Ripper. He thanks he thanks you guys and he he will help you carry these supplies back to the wagon now. Um, he does okay. say one thing. He says, okay, "Can we stop to take care of the wolves before we leave?" So, Clark, Clark will treat them better. Clark promises. Inside of game, I want to say yes, but outside of game, oh boy, um, I'll say yes. <laughs> I say no. Oh, and you have history with wolves. Well, no, just because when yeah. we wanted to take them with us, they weren't—they were just wolves. They were. So, what is he going to do to them? That, you know, I don't know. I don't trust him. He's going to suddenly have three allies. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. Larrikin did say he would, or not Larrikin. Lyafel said that he should, he, she would let him take at least one. That doesn't mean you have to let him. But <laughs> right. we should be. We should be people of our word. You can let him just take one. But uh, after we, uh, after he helps us, we'll let him take it, yes. right? Okay. I'm okay with he, that. Right now, he's just trying to make sure they're taken care of. Oh, we'll, we'll feed you leave to go back to the wagon. Yeah, we'll oh, feed. that. I'll tell oh, him he can okay. feed them one last time, and he can pick one to keep. Okay. I, I really, I really, well, that, I want to role play, but I don't know how how he would go about choosing. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, does that mean that we get to take the other two? You can, but these wolves aren't like pets. Yeah, we should probably set them free. What like, if we like, did like a what if we did like an Airbud situation where like on one side is us going come here, and then on the other side is him going come here, and then we figure <laughs> out which one the wolves choose. Which one they come to? <laughs> yes. Yes. um okay so you guys successfully carry the supplies back to the wagon clark helps you uh you you give the wolves a little food on your way out and then you come back um so you walk back into this wolf area uh i'm also gonna say over the course of this walk out clark sees some of the corpses of his goblin tribesmen um but it doesn't seem to phase him he's like weak goblins are are no 
do not belong in Clark's tribe. Uh, so he sort of doesn't seem doesn't seem to mind that you killed all of his. Can can employees. we collect bodies and burn them along with the wolf? Because I figure that's like returning them back to nature. Yes. So you, you do that too. I'm doing that. Yeah. As a, as just like a matter of cleaning up. Um, and we then now you're bury, all in this. We could bury Ripper if it's if they're. I would probably think like, Albatross would think it ridiculous, but if they want to bury, give him like a burial. He'll allow that. Did we? Since I don't remember, did we officially we did bury uh, Sildar, right? Have you officially? Well, I, I thought think... that we did while uh, we were sleeping. Did I dig him up? <laughs> Oh, that's right, yeah, because Liafel dug him up. That's right, to inspect the body for wounds. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> Maybe I just looked before we buried So I think, should we bury Ripper and uh, Sildar near each other? That doesn't sound very... Um, no, I think that's what... I think that's what we were going to do. Yeah. Are you going to bury them outside of the cave? Uh, yes. yes. So that they okay. can enjoy the sunshine. And you're going to put a little monument, like, here lies Ripper, the namesake of the cave, and then here lies Sildar, this idiot guy we don't care about. <laughs> Who probably we like had... We like the wolf more than the yep. human. <laughs> here, here lies Sildar, this idiot guy we don't care about, who probably had information about where to go next, but we don't know it. So... <laughs> but... It's a long epitaph, honestly. It is a long epitaph. Um, all right, so you you successfully bury everyone, um, all the, the for those that need burying. I um, mean, now you're back in the cave with the wolves, uh, and you all, especially you, Syra, just kind of assume that the wolves are going to come your way. Uh, but much to Clark's happiness, one does indeed go back towards him, uh, while the other two head towards you guys. Um, and Clark is just like crying now. He's so happy. Uh, he's like, "You're not Ripper, but but I can move on. Clark can move on. It's not I, easy to keep talking in third person." <laughs> I, I tell him, "Think about your life. Your actions led to the death of your wolf. From now on, choose a different path, or I will find you." <laughs> he says, "Clark, Clark learned many lessons. Leave now." <laughs> Before I change my mind, uh, he he books it um, and just kind of heads into the woods out towards a, a direction that you guys don't know. As he's booking it, I'm gonna shout to him, "What's the new wolf's name?" Um, he says, "Clark doesn't know yet." <laughs> okay, well, all right, asked and answered, I guess. <laughs> More like Jim couldn't think of a name off the top. Of his <laughs> Amazing, <laughs> Jim. That was when you were supposed to pick one of the people from the upper group. And <laughs> no, 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 no. It, I like the uppers more than that. If if we do get a Discord up and they want to like suggest names and things for characters, then that would be something useful. But I don't hate the idea. Yeah. All right. Um, you guys are good. No more Clark. No more Wolf. No more bad guys. You got all the supplies on the wagon. You're all set to keep going on your journey to Fandolin. Excellent. I say we do that. All right. Let's do it. Um, all right, this is a pretty good place. Um, all right, yeah, well, I'll, I'll read the Fandolin intro, and then it's a pretty good place to stop. Sure. Uh, all right, so it's just another day uh, on the road to get to the town of Fandolin. Um, and the rutted track on which you're, you're 
traipsing along with the wagon emerges from a wooded hillside and you catch your first glimpse of Phandalin. The town consists of 40 or 50 simple log buildings, some built on old field stone foundations. More old ruins, crumbling stone walls covered in ivy and briars surround the newer houses and shops, showing how this must have been a much larger town in centuries past. Most of the newer buildings are set on the sides of the cart track, which widens into a muddy main street of sorts as it climbs towards a ruined manor house on a hillside at the east side of town. As you approach, you see children playing on the town green and townsfolk tending to chores or running errands at shops. Many people look up at you as you approach, but all return to their business as you go by. <laughs> 